Thank you for listening to the program. I'm sure all of us have, I've heard sermons, Paul's last letter, 2 Timothy, how we're drawn to that. I am anyway, and I found myself looking at that again. And there's so much here that can be said. But he told Timothy, I'm now ready to die. (laughs) The time has come. My departure is at hand. And I I was looking at verse 7 here of chapter 4 in 2 Timothy. It's the second letter he wrote to him right at the last. And he says down here, do diligence with all speed come to me real quick because he didn't know i guess exactly how long but he knew they said you're going to be executed and and how i don't know he apparently didn't know how long but he said when you he must have thought it'd be a little while he said timothy when you you know come to see me and timothy would have been before he finished reading the letter telling his assistant get the stuff get our stuff ready we're all, what yeah we're going on the road and, and we've got to go see paul they're going to put him to death and but bring that cloak when you come tired of being cold i guess i doubt that rome spared any real expense for the comfort of prisoners but and, and the books and especially the parchments. Those are writings, books of, that's all scripture, the words mean that. But parchments mean what you would think of. It means in, I think, from whatever language it came from, Dutch or something, I don't remember. Membrane was where you get that that's translated into the Greek word that then means in English, parchments. But anyway, uh, bring those to me. The, the showing. It was his time to die. But he said in verse 7 to Timothy, I'm ready now to die. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my race. I have kept the faith. Therefore, because I'm going to be put to death tomorrow, as it were, there's laid up for me because of what he didn't save himself by good works. Paul would be mortified to think anybody. He would say, I... He taught so much against that. We're saved by grace through faith, but the just live by faith, not by sight. And he's saying, I have lived by faith. I have kept the faith. I've finished the race. I fought a good fight. I'm ready now to die. And telling Timothy, but I charge you in the presence of God and Christ, preach the word always, because the time will come when they won't endure sound doctrine, but after their own itching ears, heap together teachers that have itching ears, and they'll tell them what they want to hear, and then we'll say, that's good, preacher. We'll tell you what you want to hear. And they'll turn away their ears from the truth and listen to fables. But you watch in all things, endure, endure all this persecution or affliction. Do the work of an evangelist. And he says over here in verse 10 of chapter, you know, Timothy, fully, you fully know that in the the language there is, you not only know my doctrine, my teaching, and ever a teacher, well, what's he teach? Well, he specialized on this or that. They'd say, what's Paul's teaching? It's all about love. 
That's all he talks about. And he said, if it ain't that, if you don't have your heart right, doesn't matter what you do or even gifts, speaking in tongues from God, doing miracles. It won't profit you unless your heart is right. And the definition he gives of love is divine love. And that's who lives in us if we're born again. So he told Timothy, he left him at Ephesus for that very reason. But anyway, he said, you've fully known my doctrine. That means my teaching. That, And you do it, though, is what fully means. You don't just know it and acknowledge it. And yeah, I believe. You live that way. You show that love that Paul said, you should know I'm an apostle. By that alone, the love I have. But you know my teaching because you live it and know it. My manner of life, my purpose. And that is faith, patience, love. And so he's telling Timothy, be a strong soldier. Do what I'm charging you to do because I'm out. I'm going, I'm going home. And that brings up, like he said over here uh, in the Philippian, uh, to, to them, he said uh, same thing. He said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And according to my hope and expectation, I won't be ashamed. I'll be bold as always. So now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For me to live is Christ, to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, here's what we have. <laughs> the fruit of my labor is that I help you. And I don't choose what I want. I'm in a strait, though, personally, if it were up to me. I have a desire to part and be with Christ. That'd be far better. But to abide with you in the flesh here is more needful for you. So I have confidence in that I know I shall abide and continue with you, that your rejoicing will can be more by me coming to preach to you again. So only let your conversation be real. Whether I'm there or not, don't you know, all that pretend. But he's telling Timothy, be strong in all that you, because you understand and know. So over here, he's saying, I have fought that fight. Of what? The the people? Well, he went to Galatians and said, what happened here? We were running right. We had all this straightened out. There's nothing you can do to complete your salvation or sanctify yourself. And now you've been some of you circumcised. Some of you have given twice as much money, some, whatever it is. He had no confidence in the flesh. He said, none, you can't. If your heart's right, then those things come out of the heart. And if your heart's not right, those things can still be done if you have a mind to. But the good fight, I believe he means, is personally between you and the Lord as to whether or not we can have forgiveness and no unforgiveness. And the Lord said, beware, though, you'll think you're walking in the light. There's one person you can't forgive. Now, unforgiveness is not to say, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't mean to complicate things, but you can forgive two different people and have no resentment. One, you may be married to them. So, yeah, you have all the opportunity in the world to love more. And the other one may be. And that reminds me of someone that would be hard to forgive. And you just say, well, I can't. And the Lord say, you'll think you're walking in the light. And that one, though, see, that represents everything. And, and uh, a story about Corey Ten Boom. I remember reading this, and I've heard it. And I probably some of you have, some not. But she said, we were talking in the last program about the great commandment. And the Lord said, you love me, you'll love others. 
you'll forgive them. If you ask me in your heart's right, you will. And so she said, when I thought, you know, doing that, and then one day after a, a speak, uh, speaking to some people, because she was in the Holocaust in the prison. Her dad died there. Her sister died there. She survived and came out. And it was after that she was given a talk somewhere, and and, and the line, you know, forms like uh, to shake her hand, and she recognized the German guard, one of them at the prison she was at, and, and coming up in line. And most of everybody was saying, "Hey, it's great to hear you talk, Corey. That's really moving." And I just wanted to tell you, appreciate you so much. Well, that'd be one thing from the German guard. But he walked up to her, and I guess she knew it was him, and he told her that I am who you... And I want to ask you one thing, Corey. Would you forgive me? And she said for a moment, I didn't think I could. But she said I had to, but I couldn't. And she said, I realized I put out my hand and I was shaking his hand. And at that time, I said, I do forgive you. And she said, when I said that, it was the power of Christ in me as me. And she said, I learned then what that was. Because if there was one person, then maybe he was that person that she couldn't. Uh, and, she, and so... We all, I did anyway, face not that dramatic, but he convicted me to the point it was one or the other. And, and so that's what he's telling Timothy. You know that. You live that way. And, and uh, it's forgiveness of all uh, towards people. And so, therefore, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord will give me. Uh, because I'm, I, I finished the course. I didn't fail, didn't turn back. Doesn't mean you're not saved at all. It just means you turn back from being sanctified because it becomes so hard. I did that for 30 plus years. I can't do it. What you ask of me is too hard. I can't do it. So I guess somebody has to be the unfaithful. Well, it'd be me. No, that's simply not true. It may be, but you can't call it. That's God's decision. But anyway, but to me, and not only to me only, this crown of righteousness, this reward of being right in your heart, because I fought a good fight, finished, and that's all the same thing. The good fight, the race, the faith is all the same. But on, unto all them that love his appearing, be accepted of him, whether here or there. That's what he's saying. If you're accepted, you judge yourself. Not, he, Paul said, I don't even judge myself with my judgment. I judge myself with his judgment. And, and that is no exceptions to unforgiveness. You just can't do it. And so if you do, then you're accepted of him. He said, be accepted of him, whether here or there. That would be, I believe, what he means by loving his appearing. And people, well, it's a rapture. Well, they're not going to have to die now. It's great. And he, well, I don't mean to be ugly, but I'm, I'm just saying I, I don't think at all that's what he's talking about. What if everybody since then has died and went to appear before him and stand before him? That's the issue. Whether he comes back, you're going to still stand before his judgment in the way of seeing what he can't approve of and how much you lost by not taking advantage. That's what he convicted me of that day. You're losing everything, fruit that you could have because you won't, by faith, step out. Like Peter would have said, I think, about walking on the water. 
Well, when you put that foot on there and let go of the boat, that's when you're walk. That's when faith, and that's how you do it. That's what Corey Ten Boom was saying. By faith, I I did, and and I I don't know. And that day he convicted me. It took about three seconds for me to say, what else was I gonna say? No. Well, Paul said I didn't do that. I never quit. He fell and humbled himself. Oh yeah. Oh, and you think about it real quick. Uh, in a day's time, if you fall 10 times, but in one minute, you get back up in this way of forgiveness or resentment or anything like that, judgmental attitudes, uh, then you'd say, wow, that's only 10 minutes out of the day. That's 99% almost, 90-something. And and you say, well, yeah, but I fell 10 times a day, but it took, I fell once today, but it took me 10 hours to get back out. I didn't even get out of it. I went to bed with that on my mind. See, that kind of thing. It, it's relative. It's, it, it's how you look at it. That's why the Lord knows, and only he knows, all judgments given unto him. But you can judge yourself at least in whether you're walking in the light or not. And then he he knows what you're capable of. And I believe he's the only one knows that. That's the 30, 60 uh, fold is, I believe, that not 30 percent i love the lord 30 percent of my heart no uh you you your heart's right with him 30 percent of the time maybe or something like that and only he knows you did 30 percent you could have done 40 50 well i don't know i i don't mean to to get off uh but but he says here i fought a good fight and that means like uh, a crowd drawn together to see a fight i think he means like he used that word uh, we're all in this race and I finished my course from it's translated race. I finished it. And and the fight, I finished it. The struggle against the old man and dying and crucifying the old man, living in the new. That's him living in me. Feel like two people. Well, you kinda in a way are technically the old man you can't not believe like he did, but other than that, his soul is still strong going. And your soul, you're right to be that way if you want to be. But Paul said, I fought that fight. I finished the race. I kept the faith. And and kept is is a really powerful word. It means keep an eye on this for me, would you? Uh, it's a $100 bill. Well, what do you want me to lock it up in the safe and protect it? Well, it, whatever. Just keep it different than uh, now guard this prisoner. Put it, lock him up in chains. He might escape. But but it means keep an eye on it in the way of watch this for me. Don't lose it. Don't let it be lost. Your faith. Then you're saved by faith in him. And then that's the good news. By grace you're saved. But then what's the rest of it? It doesn't stop. The good news continues. That's why Paul told those at Rome, Christians, he said, I'm writing unto you so I can come unto you and proclaim the gospel, the power of the gospel that is unto those that believe. That's the power to live. And by faith, you step out there like Corey Ten Boom said, I realized more than I knew what that was. I didn't, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I can't speak for her. I just remember that story. But Paul's telling Timothy, I did that. I, I came through on it and I kept the faith. So therefore, I have a reward. I believe that is the reward is if you love me, you will keep my commandment. But then he all of a sudden, it's like draws the line and said, Timothy, my son, come real quick to me because everybody but Luke and Mark have forsaken me. 
And uh, it, it's really uh, something. But he was ready to die because he had fought a good fight. Not that he never fell. Oh, no. He said, that's not it at all. I lived that way. But he said, I'm not perfected in being complete. I'm not complete in being until I am purified. That's when we're there and we become what we are that he lives in us is what I believe. That is being born again. Because he told them, men that believed in him, with every fiber of their being, best they knew. And he said, you're still, you won't have life until I live in you. And then you have the good fight of being the new or old. And and that's, I am confident that's what the race is. That's what the fight is for a believer. It's not to make the old darkness okay. And well, a little bit of darkness doesn't matter. No, it does. That's the Lord said. A little bit, one person, that's darkness. How great is it? That's in Laodicea at the end where he says the church, I'm really getting sick because they don't know. They're blind, but they think they can see. They think they're walking in the light, and they don't. Paul said all that. He said he appeared to me in a vision type thing, and it was real several times and that's what he said that's what he told me to tell you is that's what it's all about and he said you should know by the love i have that i am being truthful and and uh, but i fought the fight finished the race kept the faith therefore i'll have reward and then he says uh i hope you can make it before winter time so I, I can tell you goodbye. But, and I guess history uh, apparently doesn't know <clears throat> what happened there, whether he, Timothy, made it there in time or not, because you didn't just get on the airplane and be there that afternoon. It, it was, it took weeks and, and, and a dangerous journey, but but uh, he wouldn't have cared. And he, he wanted to see him, and I, I don't know. I, that's not the issue here. But the issue is what Paul wrote to him, assuming he might not see him again, is I'm ready to die. But you watching all these things now because there's going to be t people turn away from the truth unto fables. What are fables? <laughs> that there is any way but him, any way but having a true heart with him, any other thing. And that would primarily be well, if you love 99 out of 100 people, you'll be good. He grades on the curve. 9 out of 10, no problem. No, it, that, there's a real problem. Like one preacher said, and I've only heard it said once, if you can't love everybody, you don't really love anybody. And if you can't forgive anybody, you can't forgive everybody. And that is true. I, it may sound like it's impossible, but it, it that's what it is. That's why the Lord said I know you're going to think you're okay when it's almost everybody but that one person and what they did was so bad that, well, and that's what Corey Ten Boom was saying. I, I, I didn't think I could do it and, and was faced with something she didn't. But she did because that showed her heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I, who am I to say but... I'm trying to fight that good fight and finish the race and keep the faith. So not for the sake of reward, because I love him. And he woke me up here not all that long ago 
if you love me, then you'll keep my commandments. And that's to love other people, not all but one, but all of them. Don't have unforgiveness towards any of them. Now, love is a growing thing, a maturing thing. Like I said, your husband or, or like Corey Ten Boom, the guard that put my, uh, responsible as it were for my father and sister dying. I don't know. But she kept the faith. She kept it as in kept. She didn't suffer loss. That That's that's what it would be, and it's not for the sake of the reward. If it is, then something's wrong, and you that's confidence in the flesh. for the It's for the love of him. That's all, simply because you love him, and he loves you. And so there's a verse that Paul there again said, I think, if I remember correctly, it wouldn't matter, him or Peter, said, God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you because of what he did for you. So you, for Christ's sake, forgive each other. And that's why the it's like James said, I don't even want to hear about that you think you can do that, not forgive ever. He said, that's double-minded, like the preacher said, except for just one person. But it means so much. It really, really does. It, it means so much to realize these things really happened to these men. And what they said, they really meant these things. So if anybody, Paul said, don't let them beguile you in the way of having confidence in the flesh and your heart not being right. Well, your heart should be right, but it'll be okay if you do a lot of good things. It'll kind of work itself out. No, that is simply not true. That's having itching ears. And I'll quit here. I know I'm over time already. Itching means to tickle, kind of, and then... Scratch because you tickle and make it itch, you know, that kind of thing. Your back starting, then it starts all itching everywhere. And then to scrape it, scrape it. And that's not so good as scratching and, and tickling. See, and they do that. Oh, let me tell you something here. You need to have your heart right. But if you don't, and it's almost impossible. If not, then you can do this. Be circumcised. <laughs> Give more money. Do something to account for that and it's there's both ways that is i can that is no doubt about it those are that's a tr an error in truth and he told timothy you know that truth but these people are like those that withstood moses they're ever learning but not able to really as believers they're not able to really i don't know anyway thank you for listening to the program